yeah. I guess. Let's roll. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, NPR. No. Um, sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to be sponsored by NPR. Um, well, so you've already heard a little bit of the dulcet tones of uh, my guest here. Um, and this, so this is, uh, I'm, I'm joined by a man who really needs no introduction. Um, the uh, guitar extraordinaire, bass ex- extraordinaire, shred master, and current reigning defending champion of Beside Ourself. D-Man, nope, not D-Man, D-Shift. I don't know why I said D-Man, that's weird. I'll take it. Uh, one of my new personas. Yeah, D-Man. That's, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out a backstory for that. Uh, Chef Daddy, D-Love, Doug, the champ, he's here for a special little, I, I don't know if this is going to be an episode, um, so we'll, we'll just, we'll, what we're going to do is I'm going to say this is episode, we'll leave a blank there, and then I can put like a robot voice saying like the number, depending on where we drop this, but um Doug's got a lot of important stuff to share with listeners, so we're doing um, a little special episode here, and actually, this is kind of momentous, Doug. This is the first B-side ourselves that's ever been recorded in person. Live from the Love Shack? Live from the Love Shack. So uh, Glad to be here. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Thanks for, and, uh, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. And I, and I, and I, I have to, since I said that, I have to uh, apologize uh, to Danny because uh, the fact that Danny doesn't get to be on the first uh, live one. Um, we tried to do it last week at Coheed, but it just didn't um, didn't work out. We were kind of rushing around. So, Danny, uh, I love and respect you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Deepest apologies. Um, but, you know, I'm out here hustling. I got my stuff with me, and I knew I was going to see Doug. Got to make that mm. content. So The hustle is real. Yeah. Make that money. So Doug, um, I don't know. Do you wanna do you wanna get like all the pertinent information out of the way, and then we can kind of dig deeper into, um, you know? Yeah. Let's. Okay. So we'll start with the main reason I asked Josh to uh, have me on, other than being the fucking champ, is yeah, you uh, gotta represent. Yeah, <laughs> gotta represent. But uh, one of the bands I am in, Possession 1981, that uh, we have been on in the past. Uh, we have our very first show coming up, October 1st, and it is also going to be the release day of our second EP, and also the release of the vinyl, and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so that's the big reason. That what, is. What's uh, the name of the EP? The name of the EP is Faster on Fire. Um, there is a self-title track on there. Uh, Victor wrote all the lyrics, so I can't necessarily give you a true behind. From what I, to my understanding, it is still all about revenge. Somebody really pissed off Victor, so, uh, hey, if it writes his music, it writes his fucking music, so I'm just going to keep rolling with it. It's. I mean, I feel like it's working so far. I mean, I, uh, and I feel that, uh, that thirst for vengeance anytime I listen <laughs> to, uh, possession tracks, so. Thank you. That's yeah. what we're going for. Loud and proud, baby. Um, Sorry, I cut you off midstream there. I just wanted to make sure that got out there. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so our very first show ever, slash the release date of the Faster on Fire EP, is October 1st. Um, It's a Friday. Um, We are going to be performing at 
the Russell Industrial Center in Detroit, and the address is specifically the Structured Studios Art Building on the third floor, room number 324, 1600 Clay Street in Detroit. It is a big uh, warehouse-looking building right off 75. Uh, Literally, if you're going southbound, you can see the... Russell Industrial Center. Um, you said there's a big m- mural. There's a, yeah, there's a mural of like a lion, uh, like a like a liger. So so it's a li- like a lion's head with a tiger's body, and then it has like red wings on it as well. So it's like a griffin liger type deal. It's like got all of the, and I'm sure there's some sort of pistons thing with it too, Probably. but I don't know what the. I, I only ever see it like driving by, so I you know haven't done a full art study on it yet, but. I haven't either, but it looks really cool from if you're driving by in 75 and take a quick glance, but there's also a, yeah, pay attention big, to the road, people. There is a big light-up sign, too, though. Yeah. That says Russell Industrial Center. So you want me to talk about the EP a little bit and, like, the vinyl collaboration and everything that's kind of going on with all that? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me uh, – give me the details on, like um, – so what what's on this? I know because I know this isn't like a complete. Uh, it, I know that there's something special about like the way that this is put together. So like what what is on this release? Okay, so this is going to be released through our label Cliff Parade Records. Shout out to Levi. Thank you so much. We love you. You've done a lot for this band. And um, specifically, the vinyl is a collaboration of. This, on the A side is going to be the six-song EP, Fast Round Fire, and then on the B side is going to be the split that we recently released through Cliff Parade Records. Um, I'm not even going to try to butcher. Do you know how to pronounce that by any chance? Sonbolism or... No, I don't. Okay, I uh, definitely butchered that, but... I remember <laughs> looking it up for the last time you guys were on when we were promoting it, but I don't remember how to say it now. Yeah, I. Uh, it's okay. But there's a split on there. We got two songs, so that's going to be on the back a cover of Blood Hail um, by Have a Nice Day that Victor really wanted to do. And it ended up being kind of cool. It definitely doesn't sound like anything we've done, that cover. So I think that's why he really wanted to do that. And then the original version of Pendulum Has Swung, which was essentially the first single that was released off of it. But that was released back, like, end of last year. Um, in the pre-Doug times, the dark times. Yeah, I mean, I was in the band, but Victor flew down to Florida to go see his family, and while he was down there, he went and hung out with Jeff, who recorded the album with us, and he was like, I got these riffs, can I write a song really quick? And they're like, yeah, whatever. So he put that together by himself, um, and it ended up being pretty cool. Um, I do believe, in my opinion, the new version is going to sound a little more full because there's some bass and a couple extra little layers behind it, and it wasn't yeah. necessarily as rushed. Um, a little thicker, you know what I mean? So the what's on the EP is the old version, though, right? Or the, is it, no, is there's it upta- a, yeah, updated we, version? Yeah, we oh, re-recorded okay, okay. it. So that's cool, going to cool, be, cool. yeah, yeah. And then on the collaboration, so essentially you're going to have the same song twice on there, but it's two different versions of it. And uh, Levi, he said, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm all about, you know, making, filling up a vinyl space. So, I mean, with the actual vinyl, you get 10 songs. So, cool. yeah, I mean, that's that's a fucking record. Well, it's always really nice to put the goodies on there. Like, if you got some space, you can put some, you know, extra stuff on there. Yeah. You, you know? 
I don't know if they want me to say or not too, but we did also record one other song while we were down there, but that is going to stay in our back pocket and uh, we'll see what happens with that one. Cool. We've been doing a lot of music videos lately too, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, we just recorded a music video for Faster on Fire that will be released, I think, before the show. Victor is all up on all on that. He knows a lot more about that than I do, but that we recorded in a little, like a random abandoned building in Detroit, and it was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, that'll look cool that when it comes out. It's like recorded through this our friend Nick. I think his Instagram is Nick from TV or something, but he like does everything in 4K and like he's got some cool equipment and he's a cool person. He also just actually, from what I saw, recorded a music video for our friends and in a daydream too. So that was kind of cool that he's like hustling, making some money. So yeah, the the music videos I have to say are are really good too. Like, and I think you know anyone out there. If you're listening to this and you're like a horror movie buff, like you, you would love these the music videos that uh, Possession has put out. I, they all have this like, um, like, you know, it's well made, but it's also like grimy in the best way possible, like in the way that you want it to be. Like, and I feel like every one of them is like a little horror movie. And I, I, uh, I'm not even honestly really that into horror, but I think the music videos are all sweet. Yeah, that's definitely what we were always going for. I mean. Between Victor and myself, I mean, you're sitting next to my Jason jack-o'-lantern yeah. right there. But, uh, I mean, Victor has more movies than any human being I've met. I don't know. He's got way too many movies. But uh, he's very, very into horror. And, like, we were – every video that we've done is pretty much that. Other than this recent one that we're doing, it's more of, like, a, just kind of playing in an abandoned building kind of thing. But even get, that's got yeah, – sp- I'm sure yeah. it's got a spooky vibe yeah. in, in itself. So, But the one that was just released most recently – was our split um we did a double like double feature kind of it's only like three and a half three forty five minutes but that was a really cool fun process and our cousin ray came back as pig man yeah. and uh he was a cop and we killed him and it was pretty cool and uh you know the champ had to represent let everybody know what's going on so i definitely wore my b-side shirt for that video much appreciated. Yeah. So everyone go check that out and also go buy yourself a B-side shirt. Yeah. Those are on uh, T public. Uh, there's probably a sale going. If not, wait till there is one. Cause why not? You know, they'll take through. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not about making money. I just want people to get cool shirts. So he's about making money. I mean, I'm about making money, but at this <laughs> point, just if I, if you're wearing my shirt, I'm more happy about that than the getting uh $2 off of it instead of $1 or whatever. So, um, every yeah. little bit counts. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to ask you about the music video? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I like that you put those two into one video though, because they're, the songs are so short. And I, I remember when the split first came out digitally, like I was listening to it and until you're like familiar, you can't even tell you. It's, it's like almost hard to tell where like, one song ends and the next one starts because they're just like, like obviously there's a little bit of a different vibe, but um, it's, yeah, it makes sense to, you know, it gives you more stuff to film. I feel like more impact to make than if you just made it for one or the other, you know? Thank you. Yeah. And I feel like even the video, like there's a big literal split between yeah, oh yeah. like right where there's like Victor timed it really well. He's a, uh, for like low budget kind of doing your own thing, DIY music video. He actually kind of knows what he's doing. So, 
I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's always fun. Oh, and on the on the B side shirt piece too, uh, it cracks me up because I like I didn't even think about any of it at the time, but I remember like one day I was like playfully giving you shit about like, hey, I told you guys to wear those shirts and um, you know and help promote the show or whatever, and like I don't care, I was just being stupid, and you're I remember you saying like, oh, I have we have something better planned. Yeah. And then I, and then like you know I'd like that I remember that, but then it like floated out of my brain. And then you like randomly texted me like, Hey, have you watched the video yeah. yet? And I was like, Oh no, I haven't been able to watch it yet. And, and then, um, I think not long after that, like Jess also asked me if I'd watched the video yet. And, um, <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I got to watch this video like later today because obviously something, something's going on. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and I was yeah. like watching and watching and I was like trying to like, okay, okay. What am I looking for? What am I looking for? You knew there was and, something going uh, yeah, on. And, um, you know, uh, it's, I, I don't think you're like, I think you're wearing it like after that split. I'm like, wearing it the whole time, but I was wearing a jacket. Yeah. So well, like so, you couldn't yeah, see you it the first half. Yeah. Until the split. Yeah. So I'm like watching it. I'm like looking at the pig man and I'm like, what? Okay. What am I trying to find? And then, and then as soon as it happened, I was like, ah, and like, like Tad, <laughs> come in here. Like, you know, like, so yeah, very cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The champ um, provides. Yeah. 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 Joe, what are you, what, where are you wearing the shirt? You haven't posted a picture either, fool. I'm not going to even talk shit to Mike. I'm just talking shit to Joe because that's that. how we roll. Hey, I, I'm into it. He's he's the only one that's been like, I don't know if Doug's a champ. I mean, I might. He's he's the one that's like, <laughs> he's he's the one that's on the hunt. So. I know. I like giving him shit, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no. it's funny. It's fun. There's Giving Joe shit is one of my old pastimes. It's my it's my love language. Newly married husband, yeah. Joe. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. So. All right. Enough Joe talk. Love you, Joe. But you're not the champ. You're not the champ, Joe. <laughs> we, do, we do love you, but you're not the champ. I can't wait to get the text from him <laughs> after he's listened to this. Uh, so what the hell, man? <laughs> all right. So we were talking about the music video. And we were talking about the shirt. Um, I can't remember how we led into that, though. Uh, horror movies, music video, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're a band. Uh <laughs> Um, I think, well, oh, you know, we were talking about um, how there's like, uh, you were telling me what was on the record, and then we were talking about like the, the newly recorded version of Pendulum Has Swung. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say, uh, I know you guys are hearing that, you know, the songs from the split are, you know, is, are there copies of the split still available? Yeah, they're okay. actually, I'm trying to think. I think the coffin is sold out, but there's like uh, coffin one, sweet. That's the one I bought. Yeah, I, thought, I think I got that one too. There's like a the splattery. The splatter. I think that's the one that there's still a handful. Um, there was only like I think 200, 250 between the two of them total, or maybe it was 150, 150. I don't remember, but I know one of them is sold out. But the other one is uh, still good to go. Um, so if you want, I highly suggest getting that. Uh, you probably won't get it till around. Uh, December or January, but it's I totally worth it. Even though those songs are on this are on this EP, I think you still, if if you haven't, you need to go out and buy that split because it's only like twenty bucks. Uh, that's that, I think that's remarkably cheap for a record, especially one that you're getting, you know, several different bands on. And the the colorways on these, they're the you know they're so nice. And I I I like that coffin one looks so cool. Yeah. 
I probably would. I might have if I had seen that. And even if uh, your band wasn't on it, I might have still bought it just because it lo- the colorways look so cool. So do you want me uh, to promote the other bands really quick? There's probably one I won't promote, but I mean, I if don't, you want, we don't necessarily yeah. need to talk about that too much. I guess if you want to, I, don't, I was I don't just know. trying to get the rest of your splits. Sold. Oh yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> the other bands were DB Cooper and um, Geisterfire. There was another band from Canada, but uh, some shit went down and. Uh, you know, do your research. Don't be a fucking asshole, I guess is all I can really say to that. I think what they did wasn't, I'm not going to get too much into it. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but they absolutely were fucking stupid about how they went about filming themselves or whatever. They're it was a case of not necessarily doing something malicious, but, I, I, but definitely not thinking before yeah. they did something. I just want to know, so. like, personally, like, there's like five people in that band. Like, how not one was like, hey, man. Maybe you should change your shirt. <laughs> or, like, I don't know. And the f- fucking Canadian, too? Like, I don't know. Personally, I think we're supposed to think highly of everybody in Canada. But I mean, the, nah. It's I'll, fine. We don't even need I, to get into that. <laughs> but sorry for ranting, but unfortunately, uh, you know what? In, it's fine. Still go by that. <laughs> we're yeah. still on it. We're proud of it. Yeah. And it looks cool. So uh, you're two for two on that. Um and you need to buy this EP, too, because it also has two really sweet uh, colors. So you got the icy blue and the candy corn splatter. So I got the icy blue. I know Danny bought the candy corn one. Um, I don't know that. I don't like candy corn, like the actual oh, yeah, really? candy. So I was, like, a little triggered by that. So, But I also, in the mock-up, on the website, the the blue just looks so crisp. I was like, yeah, that's what I, I agree. Do. I do like candy. I'm not a huge candy corn fan, but like, I mean, around Halloween, I'll probably be like a handful or maybe two handfuls total. But it was more just the Halloween vibes in general. Like, uh, that's what a Reese's pumpkin is for. <laughs> you know? Hey, you should tell Victor that. <laughs> does, he not icy- like, does he not like those, or is he, is he like a big candy corn advocate? I know he just yeah. I think he really likes fucking candy corn. But he's Vic. What are you doing, yeah. man? I, he's into like just movies and candy, so like. Hey, but you could have worse. You could have worse hobbies. You definitely could. I, I there was a stand-up comedian, and I'm not sure who it was. I think it might have been Jim Gaffigan, who says that like uh, he did a bit about how they don't actually make new candy corn. All the candy corn that exists is just the same candy corn because no one actually likes oh, it. That's a scary thought, but I feel like that's <laughs> probably it's not like inaccurate. Waxy and like yeah, um, yeah. Don't, don't buy uh, from the dollar store. I can tell you that right now. Don't buy. It's really? already low quality. Yeah. When you get the name brand candy corn, I I couldn't imagine buying the off brand candy corn. So, candy corn and candy and corn are both spelled with K's. You know. Yeah. Big candy corn trying to invade us all. <laughs> so. Okay. So, got the EPs coming out on the first. Got a show. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk about the bands that are on yeah, the show. Yeah. Talk about those? the bands that are on the show. Okay. So. Um, Again, it's Possession 1981's first show. Um, we will be uh, performing with uh, four other bands. So it's a five-band bill, so it's going to be a bit of a long evening. Um, Deeper Graves uh, is one band. Uh, Dead Hour Noise is a Lansing-based band. Uh, I'm kind of excited for them. Uh, Feast for the Crows, they were the ones that uh, actually put this show together for us. They also run um, the Pleasant Underground, which is a, like house venue in ferndale but they um i guess they got a lot of uh 
publicity and like you know people were actively saying like I, I want to go to the show so they moved it to a bigger spot because they didn't want to have that many people crammed in their basement essentially yeah. is, at least is what i to my understanding yeah and then the other band is gator pit i'm kind of excited for all of them I actually saw feast for the crows um with uh my friend's uh happiness is impossible that was one of the first shows i went to like local shows uh and they performed together they're both cool bands um so about the show uh i don't know as of right now at least i don't know if you need a proof of vaccine to get in i mean i would really hope that you would just be cool and just get vaccinated in general and then come to the show or just not be fucking sick and not be a fucking douchebag and show up. But with that being said, I personally am going to be bringing a bunch of masks, hand sanitizer, and also earplugs because it's going to be loud and shitty. Um, I recommend everybody get tested before because, again, don't be a fucking asshole and be sick and show up and fuck this up for everybody and be an asshole. Um I don't really know what else to say about that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to take every precaution. I'm going to wear a mask. Uh, I mean, while I'm performing, if I can stand far back, maybe I'll pull it down because I think someone might record us. But that doesn't bother me. Like, I'll wear a fucking mask on camera that I don't give a shit. I I mean, at every other show I've been at, I, I mean, I've only been to like one or two other shows this whole time, but... You know, was, you, you know what you need to do is in the, in the... If you don't already have one, you should get like some sort of like spooky type, you know... Some Halloween uh, masks, Halloween horror movie type masks. So you fit. I can look at yeah, that's actually a theme, cool idea. Yeah, fit the theme if you if you need to wear it. You know, um, I mean, I recommend everyone. I don't know wear what the it. stage space is like. So if the stage is raised, you might not. You know, you might be comfortable. Yeah. not wearing it. Like I don't necessarily like. I've been to a couple shows now, and I like. It hasn't surprised me to like see people on stage not wearing a mask because you're like you know yeah you're away from. Uh, I mean, when I saw Happiness is Impossible, like, what made me feel really comfortable is that Micah, who's our, our, one of my good friends, uh, they were wearing a mask the whole time. But when they were the vocalist, so they got up on stage, took their mask off, did their thing, and then the second they, you know, got off, pretty much, they were back on. But also where they performed was, there was a raised stage, you know, yeah. you're a good distance back, so, like, and their band members, too, like, Blake and... Uh, met their drummer i forgot even keith they all were like putting them on taking them off because they were like the fuck are we supposed <laughs> yeah i don't like you know they i respect they they were trying to make people feel comfortable and like even like when that show like i the first thing like i heard like overheard micah even like asking other people like oh hey we brought masks like are you comfortable like if not like go to our table you know we have masks for free and i was like you know that's fucking cool that like that's cool. so yeah. i was like you know what i'm gonna do that thank you micah <laughs> i'm gonna bring a bunch of hand sanity and masks and Again, earplugs too, but that's not necessarily for your health, but the health of your ears so you don't get tinnitus because just like COVID, that shit sticks around forever. Yeah. My ears, I'm... Actually, I've done hearing hearing tests and my ears are fine, Um, but I feel like I never wear earplugs for anything, so I feel like it's one day I'm just going to... It's just going to be gone. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I'm irresponsible. This, yeah, I mean, for a long time I didn't wear mask or not mask, <laughs> earplugs. <laughs> I mean, for a long time I didn't wear mask, but uh, yeah, uh, 
but for a long time i really didn't wear earplugs like practices shows anything and then just within the past like handful of years i was like all right i need yeah. to be better about that being especially like when you're behind the amps and like they're facing you and like i mean i got a bunch of stupid shit right over there and it's all pretty loud so like i'm not trying to blow my eardrums out so like even at practices like i'm wearing them and, like even like I go to other shows. I'm always wearing earplugs. You get used to them. Like, and I also recommend investing in a nice pair of earplugs because yeah. the foam ones, like, they they kind of muffle the sound. I mean, if you're not like, if you're just there and like you're just protecting your ears, like it's whatever. But like, if you're going for like quality, like I think I spent like thirty bucks on mine, and like it sounds like a lot, but I've had them for like four or five years. Yeah. And um, I think I need a new pair because they have been like I feel like. My right one, like, it's really weird, but, like, at practice sometimes, like, I'll have them in and I keep pushing them in to make sure they're good. And then I feel like my right ear when I'm done is slightly ringing. So I feel like there might be a gap. And, mm. like, it's just because I've had them for so long that I probably yeah. need to upgrade. But I recommend buying a nice pair of earplugs for yourself. I remember when the first time, like, when, when we jammed the first time, I was like, uh, Winter oh, sun. this is what it's, this Look is. Look out for that. This is yeah. This is the first time I've like openly acknowledged it. I think maybe nah, maybe once before. Shout out to Dave Holm. Dave. Shout We're out gonna... to Mike. But yeah, I mean whatever. Mike's on everything, so yeah. <laughs> Mike's everybody's drummer. Yeah, he's the everyman. Yeah, he's just kind of like, Mike yeah. the machine. Yeah. <laughs> also in the running for the championship, uh, he's actually number one contender. Number one contender. He's probably but... not now that Joe yeah. did another show, but um, I remember being like, oh well, yeah, I. I uh I never thought about like uh playing and being right in front of it and you know not being I mean I know what it's like to be like right next to the stage and uh but not uh I was like oh I probably should have brought earplugs for this. Well we also hooked you up to that big ass yeah, bass amp. So like Whoa. Yeah, like all right here you're going from practice amp to the fucking beyond big leagues. Yep. So but real quick about Mike uh, being a solid drummer, like uh, I'll just say this really quick. Uh, the day that I found out that Mike just doesn't really use a double kick and just he's got the fucking right foot and just, I'm still kind of shocked. And I was like, dude, you're going to have ankle tendonitis at some point in your life. But I was blown away when I found that out. I was like, holy shit, like you just fucking power through that with your one foot. I was like, I, I think it's cool. That's a power move, that's and that's kind of why. Machine. Yeah, that's why he's a machine. That's why he's everybody's drummer. <laughs> if you're a new band and hit up Mike, he'll probably uh, at least come record some shit for you. He's he's basically like the Travis Barker of uh, of this area, you know, like how Travis Barker now is like on everybody's yeah. shit. That's <laughs> that's Mike. He he will be. We're we're getting there. All right. Oh. Um. So go ahead. I was going to say, okay, so real quick before I forget um, about our album, or EP, sorry. Uh, we just ordered CDs, and they're actually already in. You can hit up Victor right now and order them. You can hit me up. You can hit up our drummer, Eli. You can even hit up our new guitar player, Diego, and they will all direct you to a way to um, order these cds but you can get the album right now ahead of time before anybody else even hears it uh i mean i don't know who necessarily buys cds anymore but we have fucking cds so but that's just the sick that's just the ep you don't get the 
extra stuff on that. Ah. But I believe they're going for eight bucks right now. Ten bucks for uh, shipping. But if you hit me up, ten bucks shipped. Ten bucks. Ten bucks shipped. Okay. Correct. Just yes. To clarify. Yes. It's not gonna be eighteen dollars. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Um, or you know you can hit me up, like I said, or Eli or Diego or Victor, and just uh, come give me eight dollars, and I'll just hand you one, and then you save yourself two extra bucks, and also don't have to worry about it getting completely destroyed in the mail, and you save some paper, and it's always good about saving materials. And you get to hear some kick-ass music like two weeks before it comes out. Absolutely. Officially. that's the, the, I was kind of surprised that they uh, pumped the CDs out as quick as they did. I don't know how many. I, think, I don't think he ordered that many, like maybe like 100. But like, so hey, get them before they're gone. Limited. Limited edition. Will you, will you sign it for people, you know? If you really want the value to go down, I will absolutely sign your CD. I don't know. I mean... When you guys are on top of the, you know, the hot rock tracks yeah. in a couple years, we'll see about that. But uh, I do always have a marker in my backpack, so I'll pretty much sign anything if you really want it. Like I said, if you want your value to go down on anything, you let me know. <laughs> the amount of stuff that I've had uh, people sign to, and then like sign it like to me, and now I don't, I don't have people put my name on it because I'm like. Uh, lowers the value. Like if I if I don't like this thing anymore and I want to sell it, I won't be able to sell it because it says to Josh. Yeah, the, well, I, I don't ever do that. I always just unless someone says that. But like, yeah. I mean, I feel like I haven't signed very many things. I feel like you are the one that has asked me to sign the most amount of things because you've actively purchased pretty much everything that Former Critics has ever released, and we are internally grateful for that. The only thing I don't have is uh, there was a ca- there was a cassette of something that I didn't buy the cassette because I didn't even have a way to play it. Mm. But yeah, no, I have. Well, I all got the it upstairs shirts. if you want it. I have multiple play- pairs of sunglasses, and I have. I even have uh, the. Re- I got um, the first EP on like a burned CD in like a cardboard sleeve. Yeah, that was from Sorrow Fest. Yeah, yeah. Which is the first time I saw you guys play. I didn't even. You were so at that at Sorrow Fest. You were just. The guitarist in Mike's band. Yeah. So. And now look at us. Now yeah. we're I mean, Mike best was of friends. literally the only person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. That was a good show you were at. I mean. Yeah, no. I, Dog I really leg was enjoy- there. I really enjoyed it. And they blew the fuck up. I mean, they are. They just played Pitchfork Festival. Yeah. And to think that you uh, spent maybe $10 and saw them with a bunch of other shitty bands, including myself. Uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't think I was <laughs> I don't think I was paying attention. To, I was like, I'm here to see my friend's band. I don't really care. The place was, the venue was a little weird. The, I think there was the some, Maidstone some, Theater. Some stuff going on. Don't so. don't ever go to the Maidstone again. That place is a shithole. I don't know if they'll ever have shows again. Yeah. I've heard, uh, I heard the owner is a real fuck face, I guess ah. is the best way to, the you're most just, appropriate way to put it. You're just dropping the T on everybody. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all alleged. I guess I can't. Say anything, but from from the grapevine, I've heard that the an owner of the Maidstone, yeah, is an alleged fuckface, and uh, unfortunately, it's also just not in a uh, like just. Uh, I'm trying to put like nobody really goes to that area of Ypsilanti. Yeah, it's not like, the it's, most traveled part. It's yeah, not necessarily it's, like a bad part of town, but it's definitely not like. Well, I don't even care about that. But yeah, but there's like, nothing. There's like a McDonald's we, there. To give you an idea, I don't even think there's a McDonald's. Oh no, yeah, you got to keep going down. Yeah. When when we went, Tab and I had like gas station dinner. We got like Ooh, like chips yeah. and shit from the gas station yeah. because there was like nothing else in the area. 
So, I mean, not that anything is that far, but yeah, it's, it's an, I, there's uh, I have to go drop off paperwork like once a month at a, uh, one of my department buildings over in that area. And I, so I have to drive. Yeah, you're like, Oh, look at that shithole. Yeah. Oh yeah. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I'm going to try to steer us back in some sort of direction. Um, yeah, somewhere. So get, can you give me a sense of like, um, what like what are you excited about on on this release? Um, what can like what can people look forward to? Um, and maybe like you know I I know um, you besides the split like I don't think that you were actually on like the previous recordings and uh, maybe maybe Eli wasn't either. So can you give us like an idea? I, and maybe I'm putting too many questions into one here, but nope, we're good. Um, give me an idea. Like just I don't know like how it's gonna how it's gonna sound like how it's different. What? So just, just yeah. talk about it. I don't know. No, we're good. That, I I appreciate that all probably, that. I think that's, that's like that this whole little thing right okay, here. Cool. Yeah, so we're good right here. Okay, so the first uh, EP uh, donor that ironically enough came out on my birthday, April thirteenth, uh, twenty twenty. It was like literally right when Victor moved up back up here to Michigan. Um, he did that whole album by himself. Yeah, other than the drums. The drums were one of his friends down there who was in his other band, Feral Lux. Uh, um, and yeah, there was no bass, really. I don't think there was any bass on it at all, really. I think it was pretty much just... I mean, he even said like a handful of those tracks were improvised. Like He had a bunch of ideas and then went to Jeff's studio and said, like, hey, can we pump this out before I leave, essentially? And I mean, it ended up being good. Like, I mean... Yeah. For for like everything that he said that it was like only took him a handful of days and like, you know, it was all kind of just improvised and he was just like, all right, I'm going to do this. Bam, 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 bam. And then his drummer was just like fucking wailing or whatever. But like, so I feel like the creative process differently for this is so like this, this EP, like Victor, like we, we were jamming um, and you know, he just said, like, I think we should try to release some more music. And we were like, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, everybody should probably try to release music, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, so we all worked together. Like, we had nothing. All we had was, like, some ideas, same thing. But we were pumping them out. Like, so, like, we would, like, meet and then be like, okay, we're going to write a song. And then we start with a riff, and then we would go from there. And Eli and myself, I feel like, had a lot of influence on this. Um, we all have like a lot of different, ta- like we all like the same music but at the same time, you know, we all steer in different ways, like, uh, in different ideas and different types of like, you know, little flares and little tricks and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, the biggest difference in my opinion compared to this is like, I feel like it's just going to be a lot thicker. It's going to be a lot like fuzzier. It's probably going to be even, in my opinion, it's going to be a lot more punk like just like hardcore like in your face kind of thing not necessarily like lean there is like some metal stuff in there and some black metal but like really that is more along the lines of just tremolo picking which is you just plays like you just move your right hand as fast as you can essentially um but I feel like between the string instruments, I had somewhat of an influence on it. I mean, I, you know, Victor and myself wrote all the string parts together. I mean, Eli, like, would say, like, okay, you should 
do this instead like maybe instead of like going down going up or you know like instead of hitting this high note hit this low note or like the a lot of the rhythmic stuff like little like certain hits like eli and myself be like okay how do you want to hit this so like i would try to like tend to follow the bass drum so like a lot of some hits i'll be like hitting on the bass drum and like if he's doing double like i'll be double picking or whatever um the first uh single dropped recently dog uh dog dog, dog. wolf feast yeah thank you um it was in our weekly recommends last week yeah i uh, i greatly appreciate that um i hope people have listened to it and enjoyed it it's uh that's one of my favorite ones, and then one of Victor's friends, uh, Pete, from a couple big bands, Remembering Never and Ether Coven, are, uh, he just kind of showed up and was like, yelled, and then uh, kind of threw his own little flair onto it at some spots, and it ended up working out really well. Um, that's how the song, that's how the album's going to start, too. I don't know if I just spoiled anything for anybody, but... A lot of times the single's the first track. That's not a... Yeah. I think it's a, a good surprise. way to start it. It's a little different, but uh, I mean, I'm excited. I think it's going to be... I don't want to say a whole different sound, but I do believe it is definitely different than the first EP for sure. Um, I mean, just on the sole basis that, you know, there's more minds behind it, essentially, instead of just one person. And I feel like that's anything, you know, like if yeah. you work, if you collaborate with people, like you're going to get different ideas and you're going to get you know, move different ways. And I think in my opinion, you know, like there's bands out there that, you know, one person tends to do everything and that's, that's totally cool. And then there's bands that everybody has a say. And I think that's also totally cool. I personally tend to fall more places where like everybody has a say essentially in what's going on. And, uh, at least that's more my writing process. I believe we're like, I'd like to, even like when I'm writing a song, like for, like what we were doing, like I was like, none of this is written in stone. Yeah, we can change anything. We can edit things. We can you know throw your own flair in there, please. And Victor was always really cool about that. Like he never wanted this to be like this is my band. You know, like we got to do this. We got to do that. I wanna. And I always really appreciated that that he was like, no, we are we are a band. This is our band. This is our thing. We are all going to have our own say and like it even went down to the recording process where like you know like on the drums where like i could i and eli was cool where i could have been like hey i don't know if you hit that right or something and he was like yeah you know i think you're right i think i'll switch it up or same thing with me like where he'd be like hey dude you fucked that baseline up you should probably redo it i'd be like you know what i fucked that baseline up i should probably redo it and when you have a good relationship with people like that i think it works well because it's again like it's not just one person it's everybody that can say like, Hey, you know, cause like, even like during the vocals, like I was yelling at Victor at some points where he's like, okay, I think that sounded good. And I would say, no dude, that didn't sound good. That sounded like shit. You need to redo it. And, uh, he'd be like, you know what? All right. And then he would redo it. And to have that kind of relationship, I think works really well in my opinion. Yeah. Collaboration is key. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, obviously, yeah. Like you said, there's bands that do it differently like one of my favorite bands is kind of like a, a ghost you know tobias forge kind of does yeah most everything i don't know that he does everything but it's definitely like his thing mm-hmm. you know but yeah i mean it's uh collaboration is important sometimes uh, it works sometimes it doesn't work and well, you feel more ownership of it that way that's for sure mm-hmm. like if victor was just doing everything you're just like you know you might not feel as much ownership of uh no i just be like oh, i'm just the bass baby 
and that's okay sometimes. Hired but gun. Uh, yeah, I'll be a hired gun. Hire me as your gun right now. <laughs> Hit me up. All right, I'm getting to wrap it up. Uh, so, see, we talked too much before the mics turned on. Yeah. Um, so I'm getting to wrap it up signal from upstairs. I know we've only kind of just like... Uh, I think we got a lot of good surface, stuff here. But, but that's okay because we are going to have an episode with Possession with more than just Doug. We were just kind of uh, in the very near future... Uh, just kind of doing this uh, bonus episode to make sure we got some news out to the masses at the right time. So um, before we go, I want to give you a chance to uh, plug some other stuff that you have going on with your other projects. Cool. I will do that as quick as I can here. No, you're good. So um, (laughs) former critics, we have been on a little bit of a, low running a little low key but it's because we're in the process of writing and completing an album uh we are in currently in the talks with eureka studios and hopefully we'll be able to start recording around december um we're getting asked for shows but we keep kind of again staying low key because of what's going on in the world and because we have an interesting situation ourselves going on right now but we are hopeful that we are going to record and then be able to just uh you know get all those awesome songs out to people and then people like them um, I'm excited. I think that all the songs that former critics write are going to are way better than any other song we've ever written. And I think whenever this album does come out, people are going to be like, "Oh shit, uh, that's fucking cool," and that's what we're going for. Um, recently started a new project, uh, Olay, with uh, also Mike. Mike's the drummer in that band too, <laughs> uh, and then my uh, good friend Austin, uh, our good friend Austin, and we are going to be performing um, at. Creepy Cheapy this year uh, at the Crowfoot on Devil's Night. We are going to be doing a Rancid cover set. Ah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, just a three-piece, too. So, like, you know, Rancid actually has four members, so we're going to see what happens. And also, come to find out, their uh, their bass player is the most talented member of that band, so I got a lot to uh, work on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a... And I'm actively t- practicing because uh, I got the most work to do, but... I know Mike's probably already ready to go. I've talked to Austin. He's for the most part ready to go, and I'm the only one that seems to be slacking here, so <laughs> i got to figure my shit out. But I promise it'll be done, and it'll be good, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we also have a bunch of songs we're working on, and Austin is a studio engineer. He kind of records and produces a lot of stuff, so hopefully we're going to record some demos together here uh, once we get through this cover set. And uh, maybe release the demos more along the lines, like just kind of to finalize everything and then work out towards that. Cause that's what former critics were like, I'm going to record our demos. We are going to record our demos ourselves here in this basement and to finalize music. Um, and that'll be cool. And then hopefully, uh, we have a secret song that will eventually <laughs> come out. Um, Dave keeps hitting me up and, uh, I'm sorry, Dave, if for some reason you ever listened to this, I'm, I'm a shithead. But uh, no, nah, man, we were we just it's just uh, the last uh, two months schedules didn't line up. I, we literally and it's, you know, the world is like opening back up and we just all have and not to mention like five people in the friend group, ha- like five or six people in the friend group have like birthdays all like around the same time. And weddings it's just and what? Yeah, people are now being able to do their uh, e- either like Joe having their wedding um, or, you know, people doing their po- uh, postponed uh, wedding, you know, celebrations from, uh, you know, 
earlier in the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, there's just a lot going on. There's not really a whole lot we could do about it. So, no, but I'm excited because I think we're all jazzed. Yeah. It's just a matter yeah. of making it work. So, that's I'm about to just come out here on a weeknight if that's what we got to do. So, I mean, honestly, like. We can make that happen. I mean, we could do it right now if we uh, wrap this shit up. I'm just kidding. No, I don't think we have time for that. But Dave, Mike, <laughs> I'll give him a call. I think Mike's got something going on tonight. I'm not. <laughs> yep, he's got something going on tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't think tonight. I didn't. I don't have my gear. No, either, I'm just kidding. So. It's 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 a stupid joke. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to hear, folks. Doug sucks. So still the champ. Still the champ, though. <laughs> for now. Um. There's another thing that I knew former critics was working on. Is that uh, going to be? Is there any details on the release of that? Something green. Oh yeah, yeah, duh. We actually. See, I was trying to. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So it's like we recorded and produced. Uh, well, produced in uh, air quotes there because I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing. But uh, we recorded a Green Day cover of She. It is going to be released on a 90s compilation um, coming out relatively soon to what I to what I've been told. I haven't heard a whole lot about it. Um, I sent it in. You know, we did it all of ourselves like this was that was recorded right here in this basement, which is pretty cool. Um, I heard a little snippet of it. It sounds good. Yeah, I, I'm you were pretty playing it at a, at a gathering recently. Yeah, I was just showing everybody like kind of just getting some opinions and um Again, for not knowing what the fuck I'm doing with mixing and everything and for recording it on that shitty drum set over there and this not-so-acoustically-driven <laughs> set-up basement, uh, I think it sounds pretty good for what it is. Um, so, hey, yeah, you ever want to record a shitty cover, hit me up. But <laughs> our cover will not be that shitty. No, it sounds good. I'm, yeah. excited. I'm excited to hear the finished product. When the compilation comes out, it'll be cool. Yeah, I'll uh, keep an eye out for that. It should be relatively soon. Like, yeah, we'll be. Uh, yeah, I think before the end of the. Any and everything yeah. you release, we'll be plugging on B sides. So. And I greatly appreciate it between you and Danny. I love you both. I'm eternally grateful. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, we got somewhere to be. So. We got to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be all right. I think it's going for a while. So, no, it doesn't um, stop. So, yeah. The fun never stops. Uh, So, yeah, this has been episode blank of uh, Beside Ourselves. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, It's time to flip the record over. And I did that better than Danny. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Possession1981. And the outro music is by former critics. <laughs>